0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Today on the show, boy, these Hawks. Something I never thought I would say, and this is a rookie quarterback's best friend. We'll talk about it all next. It's Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked On Sports Atlanta. Hitting Hard is brought to you by Bet Online. We ask you to head over to youtube.com, put Locked on Sports Atlanta into your search browser. When you get there, hit that subscribe button. Over 5,100 folks that have joined us over there. Leave us a comment. We are also free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Check us out when you download us. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and catch us every day. And then, of course, Roku and Amazon Fire. We are available on those platforms as well and of course you can follow me on my personal twitter page at jmch316 who those hawks huh yeah um last night they get blown out by the and i uh, listen final score is 11 they were blown out last night by the now 9 and 20 orlando magic 135 124 in a game where they gave up 50 points in the first quarter. Not in the first half, 50 points in the first quarter. Another lousy shooting night for Trey Young, 6 of 15 from the field, 1 of 5 from three-point land. Let's give you a little bit of perspective. For the season now, Trey Young is shooting, are you ready? 28.5% from three. His lowest number in a season is 32.4, and that was his rookie year. Last year was as high at over 38%. So he's down about 10% year over year shooting from three. His overall field goal percentage is 40.8%. That's the lowest of his career. His rookie year was 41.8%. Last year he was 46. So look, we're more than a third of the way through the season. It's not going well. Let me give you another number too. You want to know Dejounte Murray's impact and how much I talked about how much he means to the defense, how much he means to the flow of this team? In the four games that Dejounte Murray has missed, the Hawks are giving up an average of 126 and a half points per game. 126 and a half. Can I tell you, you won't beat anybody. You won't beat Woodstock High School if you give up 126 and a half points per game in the NBA. Their defense, three point shooting, scoring, lack of depth. What, what else? I mean, coaching at times is not. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, the play is really good. Here's the thing Hawks are now more than a third of the way through the season. They're now below 500 for the first time since March of last year, 14 and 15. And again, we're in a stretch of the schedule that's very favorable for the Atlanta Hawks. They're not being asked to go on the road and go beat Utah or any of the top teams in the league right now. You got to beat Orlando, Charlotte, Orlando, Detroit, bum, 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 bum. This is coming off the rails quickly. And now they're, what, I believe in the eighth seed right now in the in the NBA standings. This is certainly not where we thought this team would be. Oh, and again, let's add in the mix. Yeah, ninth, excuse me. They're ninth. They're tied for, they're, they're actually tied with the Miami Heat with 14 and 15, but they sit in the number nine seed. All the same things from last year. Defense isn't good enough right now, especially without DeJounte Murray on the court. You beat up, banged up. Capella left again last night. Collins is out. Murray's out. Lease Hunter's back. Trey Young's not shooting well. And there you go. You got a Hawks team that's a game below 500. And I'm going to say again, and I'm going to pound this narrative until I'm wrong. And when I'm wrong, if, if and when I'm wrong, because that's so infrequent, but if I'm wrong, you can tell me how wrong I was. But I firmly believe that, If they continue on this trend and we're halfway through the season or headed toward the trade deadline and we're below 500, there's going to be some changes. Might be Nate, might be Schlenk, might be a big trade where we're not bringing assets in, we're dumping somebody. We're dumping Collins or Capella or somebody of that ilk. Because this is not working out very well for the Hawks right now. And, And we're past the well, the East is not very good, or this, that, and the other. Okay, we're not beating the teams that we need to beat. How do you let the Orlando Magic, who are dreadful, dreadful, they're one of the dregs of the universe in the NBA. They put up 50 last night. And you're going to play them, what, uh, you know, in a a few days here. They're going to play Charlotte, then they got Orlando again. What's going to change? No Murray on the court. Their defense stinks. You are beat up, banged up, not enough guys. Same old story. Capella got hurt again. Capella hurt his other leg. Not the leg that he hurt a few nights ago. He hurt the other leg and and missed the remainder of the game. That was, I'd like to think this. I'd like to think that the Hawks have hit rock bottom with that performance last night. Because that was dreadful. That was a dreadful performance. No way to spin it. No way to prop it up. No way to just come away with any good takes or anything like that. I'm hoping the Hawks have bottomed out on this because that was a complete stinker of a performance last night. And and the Hawks should be ashamed of themselves to have put up that kind of performance against, of all teams, the Orlando Magic. I might understand that against Brooklyn or somebody like that. But that performance was a stinker. You give up 50 points in a first quarter. Again, another thing where the Hawks get blown out early in a game. That's all the stuff from last year. And you look at the numbers. Well, Young had 19. Hunter had, you know, 25. All right, Hunter was 6 of 14 from the field. Trey was 6 of 15. So you two main stars. We're 12 for 29. I, I don't care how many points that they score on the end of the box score. You shoot that kind, You have that kind of percentage shooting. You're going to be hard pressed to try to beat anybody offensively. At least Hunter was four for nine from three, but that was a miserable performance. And this team is starting to bottom out. There's nothing up arrow right now about the Atlanta Hawks. It's all arrow down. Defense has gone away. They can't shoot it well enough. Your star player is not shooting it where the crap. I mean, we're the crap, and we're a third of the way in the season. And by the way, this ain't getting used to adjusting with Murray and all that kind of That has nothing to do with it. He's just not shooting well. Whatever it is up here, he's not shooting it well. Oh, add in all the folder roll and chaos behind the scenes of the Atlanta Hawks, too. If I'm Tony Wrestler, I'm I'm this close to saying, you know what? I ain't going in the luxury tax for all this. We got to hit some reset stuff. We, we got to figure something else out because this ain't working. Third of the way through and you're below 500 and you're sitting at ninth in the east. And here we are. We're going to head toward the next calendar year. The schedule will get tougher. There'll be some tougher stretches. And all of a sudden we're going to have to be like talking about, well, you know, uh, we got to, you know, make a run at the, at the, You know, play in game and all that kind of nonsense. They got plenty of time to turn this thing around. Can they do it? I don't know. Number one thing is got to get everybody back and healthy. Number two is you got to get your star playing like he's a star. Because right now, Trey Young doesn't look like a star and they do all of the same bad habits that they had last year get down big early, don't play any defense, can't throw it in the ocean. All those things, oh, and everybody's hurt. All the same things that have plagued this franchise over the last year plus have all crept up again. I want to talk about my friends over at BetOnline. Listen, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports wagering information. So listen, you want to get in on all the action, right? College basketball, NBA, NHL. We got bowl games starting up this weekend, right? NFL season, last quarter of the year betonline.net is the place to go do all of this they make it super easy look take your mobile device right you carry it everywhere with you put betonline.net into your mobile device when you get there check out all of the news and information they have to make you a smarter sports better you want esports you want scores stats updates podcast news everything's available at your fingertips at betonline.net then when you get that information now head over and get in on the action you think the falcons are a good play this weekend bet on that you like to you like Oregon State to beat Florida with no Anthony Richardson? Jump in on that. All everything's available at your fingertips at BetOnline.net. So head over there today. Take the mobile device. Jump in on the action. BetOnline.net is where the action starts. So here's something. Uh, oh, by the way, I want you to make sure you make Locked On Sports today your second listen every day. The biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on Odyssey YouTube, everywhere you get your podcast from. So here's some words I never thought that I would say in my lifetime. I wouldn't be opposed to having Caleb McGarry back next year. Now McGarry is without question having his best season as a pro. Want a stat? Let's get into a little bit of fun metric stats. Okay, among all tackles in the NFL. The highest graded run blocking tackle in the NFL is Trent Williams. Well, that's no surprise. Hell, he's a Hall of Fame caliber player, first team all NFL every year. Guess who's number two in the NFL in run blocking? Caleb McGarry. Think about how much better. And, and look, this was always the profile for McGarry when he was coming out of college. The profile for McGarry was speed, guys will run around him. He'll have trouble coming off his first step and trying to catch a guy coming off the edge on him, okay? But if he gets his hands on you, if he can grab you, he'll move you where he wants to put you. You won't out-physical Caleb McGarry. And we saw, I give him a lot of credit. Look, we saw in the offseason, right? We saw the pictures heading into training camp. Right? He looked like Thor, right? gotten bulked up. He's healthy, ready to go. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option, right? And he's come out, and in this system, he's played like gangbusters. Now, to be fair, he still has trouble with those guys coming off the edge. You know, his run-blocking grade is a 90.5. His pass-blocking grade is 66.2, which, if you're in a limited offense, like the Falcons are, that's not a bad number. 66-2 is doable when you have the kind of offense that the Atlanta Falcons have. What would scare me, though, is if we start to become a little bit more heavier passing, because right now the Falcons are still the only team in the NFL that is more run than pass. They're the last offense hanging on and clinging on by a thread, that they're the last offense in league that is more run than pass. You start to turn that a little bit. That's where I get scared about McGarry. But I think that if you look, if you don't, if the Falcons look out there and it's not impressive in the free agent market, or I I would still say this, I have no problem with spending another second or third round pick on a tackle and develop him because here's how I would do this. Me personally, I'd bring McGarry back next year, but I'm giving him, and if he doesn't want this, then Hasta lasagna don't get any on you. I'm bringing it back for two years. I'm going to give them a two-year deal. You're going to still be on a show me two-year deal. I want to know that you didn't just ball out in your final year because we didn't pick up your fifth-year option, that you didn't just ball out because you know you're going to hit free agency and go try to cash in. So I'm not giving you four, five, I'm not doing anything nonsense, Go like that. I'm going to give you two years to show it. Then we can talk. Play well for the next two years. Okay, then we can have a discussion about staying around longer. I give him two years. That's not good enough. Hasta lasagna, don't get any on you. I got free agency money. I'll go draft. I'll go do whatever I've got to do. And I never thought I would say that I would be good with bringing Caleb McGarry back, but I'd be good with bringing Caleb McGarry back. That right-hand side of their offensive line has thrived in the run game. Lindstrom is the best guard in the NFL going right now. With all due respect to my good friend, Hugh Douglas, Chris Lindstrom's the best guard in the NFL. If he's not, forget Pro Bowl, because I don't even know what the Pro Bowl is anymore. I, they got this whole fakakta stupid thing for the Pro Bowl. Like they're going to throw darts and play mini golf at the Pro Bowl now. But first team All-Pro, Lindstrom better be the first team All-Pro guard. He better be one of the first team All-Pro all-pro guards on that list. He's played outstanding this year, and I give Gary credit. He has been terrific in the run game. That's why that play down at the goal line, the Commodores, when Mariota's going to throw and all that, well, he was open. That's not your best play. I don't care if he was open. When you're down there, that's not your best play. Your best play to run on offense is to give it to a running back and run it on the right-hand side of your offensive line. That's where all of your strength is. That's Thor. That's the Hulk. That's running right behind those guys on the right-hand side of your offensive line. Don't get cute. Don't bring out gimmicks. Don't be Doink the Clown. Don't be Fake Razor or Diesel. Run it right behind your right-hand side of your offensive line. Any short yardage play, anytime you need two or three yards, I'm coming right behind those two guys. And again, I'll say, I, I have my concerns about McGary in an offense that starts to get more pass heavy. Because there are still times, remember the Rams game, you know, one of the big reasons why Mariota couldn't huck it downfield and he took that sack was, well, McGarry whiffed on his guy. <laughs> the guy came right around McGary and he whiffed on him and never even got a hand on him, by and large. So that still scares me. When it comes to how well can he be a hold up as a big time pass blocker. And look, let's be honest. Between Mariota, now Desmond Ritter, you got some quarterbacks who are mobile. So if you have some guys who are mobile and can help kind of run out of some sacks. Then maybe McGarry doesn't look as bad. Because McGarry was dreadful last year pass blocking. He's a dreadful pass blocker. And he's been a bad pass blocker. Because all of the things that he profiled in college came true. Funny how, you know when the NFL spends millions of dollars to, you know, evaluate these players, how a lot of these guys get it right. Drew Dolman, Matt Hennessy, too. Anyway, forget all that. Anyway, but I would be in favor. I would have no issue. If you told me that they gave McGarry, (coughs) excuse me, a, a deal for a couple of years to come back here and play right tackle. I wouldn't have an issue with that. I wouldn't mind signing McGarry to a couple of years and then I use some Fairly high draft capital, maybe second, third round, and grab me another tackle. Because, again, you're building for the future and everything. You know, all the things that we didn't do when we took, you know, our unicorn instead of taking the things that we need, like Panay Sewell or taking Micah Parsons. Anyway, we won't get into all that. But sign them for a couple of years, go draft you a fairly high guy to develop, and then let's see what happens. And again, if McGarry can play well for the next couple of years, let's talk about keeping him around. Or by that time, you have to start thinking about how long does Jake Matthews have? I'm not saying put McGarry at left tackle. I don't know if I want him there. But maybe if I develop my young guy, I can move him to left tackle and keep McGarry at right tackle. I just, at the bottom line is, I wouldn't have an issue if you told me that they signed Caleb McGarry and brought him back for a couple of years. He's had a terrific season. He's having his best season as a pro. I hope that this is not he's played well because of free agency, but I would not have a problem rolling the dice on Caleb McGarry heading into next year to be my right tackle. I want to talk about my friends over at Built Bar. Listen, it's the holiday season, okay? Tough to watch your weight, tough to watch your figure, all that good kind of stuff, right? But you don't want to blow everything completely out of the water, right? You're looking for that low-calorie, low-carb, low-sugar, Right? You're looking for something that's high protein, but you want some taste and flavor to it. Built.com is the place to go. So head over to Built.com today. I want you to check out their wide menu of products that they have. We've talked about the protein-infused marshmallow puffs, right? They got all the different flavors, right? They're always coming out with a new flavor every month. So you want berry, cookies and cream, s'mores, whatever, everything. They got all kinds of different flavors at Built.com and what's great about them is the high protein, low calorie, low carb, low sugar, gluten-free, all that good kind of stuff that you're looking for. So you need a snack. Listen, I use these things on Saturday morning do my college football show, sitting there for 4 hours, I need like a protein bar snack, right? I grab my Built bars. Head to built.com today, check out their wide menu of products and when you get there and you get that order put together, get to the checkout and I want you to plug the promo code LOCKEDON15. L O C K E D ON, the number one, the number five, locked on 15. Plug that in. You get 15% off your order by using the promo code locked on 15. So head to built.com today, check out their products, check out the newest flavors, put your order together and put locked on 15, and you'll save yourself 15% off your order simply by using that promo code. There's an old saying in the and well, let's use a baseball saying, right? They say a pitcher's best friend is a double play, right? There's an old saying in the NFL, too, that a rookie quarterback's best friend is a good running game. And fortunately for the Falcons, they have that in spades. And one of the reasons that I think that Ritter is actually coming into a fairly good situation, I'm not telling you, look, I'm not telling you that it's the best situation in the NFL by far, but when you talk about some of the things that are in place for the rookie quarterback to come in and make his debut. And don't forget, this is not just his first start. This is his first snap in a real NFL game where they track you on ESPN in the standings. This is his first shot at all of that. So the Falcons have some things. They have a really good run-blocking offensive line. So they're top five in the NFL in run blocking. I think, by the way, this week on Pro Football Focus, I think they came in number six overall. They don't allow a crap ton of pressures because, first off, we don't throw it a whole lot. And again, remember, as we've talked about, and we'll preview the actual game tomorrow, but as we've talked about, they're not changing their offensive philosophy. Ritter's not going to be in the 30 to 35 pass attempt number. They're still going to be run first, run heavy maybe a little bit of designed run for Ritter, or you give him the ability that, hey, if it's not there, go get some yards for it. So that's why I say you, 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 you have some pieces in place. You have some things philosophically in place that allow Desmond Ritter to be okay. You're not going to ask Desmond Ritter to go out and throw it 35 times and he throws three picks and he kills you. You have some things in place. Are they a great offensive line pass blocking? No, but again, 20, 25 attempts. You know, if you told me, if I put the number at 24 and a half for his pass attempts, I'm going below that number. I don't think he's going over 20. I don't think he's getting to 25 pass attempts. They know what their philosophy is. They know what they want to do. They know what their strength is. And if that means that, Again, I want to see. Look, you also have some safety valves available. Drake London, quick short routes to him. You, you have some things that are available. Even even guys like Cordero Patterson, you can throw it out to him. There are things in place on this offense to allow Desmond Ritter to, to succeed, but the number one thing you want for a rookie quarterback is a good run game, and the Falcons have that in spades. So I don't think they're going to put Desmond Ritter in too much of harm's way. I expect him to play pretty decently. And by the way, the moment won't be too big. We we talk about Saints and Falcons as a college rivalry. Ritter's been in every big environment you can ask him to be in. So let this team stay philosophically the way that they are. And, And again, if it is 20 to 25 throws, I expect it to be more efficient. But the good thing for Ritter is, They don't need him to have to go out there and make a million plays and try to go win a game. It's still that four to six plays in a game that decide winning or losing. And if he can make one, maybe two of those plays, then the Falcons certainly have a chance coming up on Sunday. I think the Falcons have a real good chance to go down to New Orleans and win. don't know if they're quite ready to go 4-0 out of all of this. Uh, we thank you so much for making Hitting Hard with John Trucker your first listen every day. Make sure you make Locked On Sports today your second listen. Biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. They, of course, are available for free on Odyssey, YouTube, everywhere you get your podcast from. We are asking you to head over to YouTube.com, put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser. When you get there, hit that subscribe button. We're growing every day, and we want you to be a part of that community. We are free and available to download on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Check us out there. Then when you download us too, okay, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you get with us every single day and you know when we're coming on. And check us out on Roku and Amazon Fire, available there. Give me a follow at JMCH316 on Twitter. We will be back with you tomorrow. We'll preview Falcons and Saints coming up from New Orleans. This is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta